The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'm going to tell you a story about Rav Shach. Amazing story. Rav Shach, when he was an old man, he was almost 90 years old, wasn't feeling so great. And he lived with his grandson. His wife had already passed away. And he woke up one morning, and it was a freezing, cold, pouring day in Israel. And he told them, please, after, after, it was after Shaharit, after they breakfast, he said, please call a taxi to go to Haifa. He goes, Haifa? It's far away from Bnei Barak to Haifa. Where, where do we go to Haifa for? Look at this weather outside. Just call the taxi. He says, Grandpa, I'm not letting you go out in this weather. He says, well, if you don't call the taxi, you don't give me the telephone, I'm going to walk to the central bus station. I'm going to take a bus to Haifa. My gosh. Okay, he had no choice. He called the taxi. And out in this pouring rain in the cold, Rav Shach gives the driver an address to go to in Haifa. Ends up as a funeral parlor. And they go in there, and there's a funeral. Of who? A woman. There was barely a minyan. Rav Shach himself said Kaddish. Okay. They now get back into the taxi. Rav Shach tells the driver, go to follow the man to the Kivurat to the cemetery. He says, Grandpa, you're going to get sick. You can't stand outside of the cold. So I said, go to the cemetery. They went to the cemetery. When they got to the cemetery, it was raining. They went out. They buried the person. Rav Shach stood there by the open grave. After the minyan left, Rav Shach stayed there, and it's pouring raining. Said, so Zaydi, let's get out of here. You're going to get sick. Finally, they get back into the taxi. The grandson demands an explanation. Says, Zaydi, I'm not going to let you get away with this. I want to know what is this all about? Who is this person? So, okay, now I could tell you. He's soaking wet. He's drenched. He says, when I was 12 years old, I was accepted into a yeshiva for Eluyim, for, for geniuses. I was the youngest boy in the yeshiva. It was far away from home. Okay, there were no dormitories, there were no beds. You slept in the shul. But you weren't worthy of getting a bench. You slept on the floor till you were worthy, till you proved yourself in the yeshiva, and then when somebody else would leave the bench, you would get a bench. I slept on a cold floor, and it was freezing till I eventually earned a bench. And now I slept on a bench. I didn't have a blanket. I didn't have anything. It was so cold. The, the, the summers were not bad. The spring was not bad. Fall was not bad. But the winters, the chill went through your bones. And then one day I got a letter. I got a letter one day on a Thursday from my uncle. He was a very rich man. He didn't have a family. He had a big business, a blacksmith business. And he wrote me a letter and he said, My dear nephew... I don't have anybody in this world except for you, my nephew. Why don't you move to my town, move in with me, I'm a wealthy man, and I'll leave you all my money, and I'll teach you the business, and I'll give you a few hours to learn also. No problem, and you'll, you'll, you'll be a rich man. Of Shach that night went to sleep. It was so cold, he says, you know what? After Shabbat Sunday, I'm leaving, I'm going to live with my uncle, I'm taking over the business. He was a young boy. Maybe a year went by since he joined this. She was 13 years old. Okay. 
The next morning, that day, Friday, Friday, a woman comes to the yeshiva with a wagon. She's pushing a wagon of blankets. She says, my husband had a factory. He made blankets. And he was killed in an accident. And these are the leftover blankets from the business that's left that weren't sold. I want to give them to the yeshiva. And Rav Shach tells his grandson, I was Zocher. I got one of those blankets. And that night, Friday night, and Motsa'e Shabbat, I slept so well and warm, I said, I'm not leaving yeshiva. And because of that blanket, I stayed in yeshiva. That's this lady. What happened to her? This lady was in the war. Her husband passed away, and the war came. She survived the war. She went through terrible times in the war. She survived the war. She made it to Israel. She lived in Haifa. She never remarried. And she was very poor. And I would send her some money from time to time. Now they informally she died. I said, I have to come to Halevaya to show Hakarat Atov. So his grandson said, but Zaidi, why do you have to stand out there in the pouring cold if everybody left? He says, you know why? Because I wanted to feel that chill again, the cold go through my bones, like when I didn't have a blanket. And I wanted to appreciate this woman, what she did for me. And that's why I stood there. This is what Hakarata Tov means. I, I met a woman, I know a woman, who told me that when she got married many years ago, Ramosha Feinstein sent her and the hat, her hatan a check, a gift for the wedding. What was this gift about? This woman's grandfather was, was Ramosha's Rebbe, Rapesach Proskin. And he sent them a gift for their wedding. They can't accept a gift from the Gadol Ador. They got into a car. They went to the east side. They went to see Ramosha. Thank you so much for your beracha. But please, please, take the check back. We can't accept the gift from the Gadol Ador. He says, what are you talking about? This is only a small token of my appreciation, my akarat atov, to your grandfather, my Rebbe, for everything he did for me in my life. And he convinced them that they have to take the check. When she went home, her father told her, father told her that his father, Rav Pesach Preston, always used to tell him, it's the most frustrating thing to be the Rebbe of Ramosha Feinstein because you can't teach him anything. He knows everything. Can't teach him anything. And he's saying, I have the greatest hakarat atov for what he did for me. This gift came 60 years after he was a student. Never forgot, 60 years later. This is hakarat atov. Many times, not only do we not have hakaratatov, many times, but we complain and we grumble. We get a medical bill, we complain. I gotta pay this bill for. Did you forget the man saved your life? Forgot that. Pay taxes. I don't wanna pay taxes. Every which way I can figure out how not to pay taxes, I don't wanna pay. Yaakov right. Avinu. When he went to Shechem, it says, He encamped in the face of the city. The Gemara Shabbat says that Yaakov Avinu minted coins for them. And he established marketplaces and he built bathhouses for them. Why? Because he encamped outside by their city. 
You have to show hakaratatov for anybody or anything that does for you something. The Midrash Rabbah says, whenever we benefit from a place, we have to show our gratitude by doing something for that place. We live in America. Jews never had it so good like we have it in America in 2,000 years. Pay your taxes. It's the least you can do, right? Most Shalom Bayit problems stem from a lack of hakarat tov for the spouse. The husband doesn't, doesn't appreciate the wife, all the chores that she has to do all day long for the house, for the children, for him. And the wife doesn't understand that the husband goes to work and works hard all day long to bring home a living for the family. If they would understand each other, there would be much less shalom bayit problems. You want to know how far Karatatov goes? You heard of Rav Zalman Meltzer? He was the father-in-law of, of Rav Aaron Cutler. He was a gadol ador. Zalman was an old man. It's hard for him to walk, and he got an invitation to a Talmud's bar mitzvah. The Talmud, his son was being bar mitzvahed. Okay, it's just a kiddush on Shabbat, the way they do it in Israel, and that's it. To the utter shock of the entire crowd, Rav Issa Zalman walks in, and he walked from very far. They were shocked. The man was going crazy, the father of the bar mitzvah boy. Rebbe, what are you doing here? What, what, what? He sat down, he stayed, he ate, he spoke, he blessed the bar mitzvah boy. When he got up to leave, he goes, Rebbe, I can't, what is this? He says, I'll tell you. He says, even though it's very hard for me to walk, when I got your invitation, I realized I'm really getting old and time is going by. And I gained a lot of insight from this invitation that you sent me. And I have to have hakarata talk for you for that. And I walked. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.